Hi everyone, I'm John Lynn, the founder and chief editor at Healthcare IT Today. We're excited to bring you another episode in our CIO podcast series. We know your job is challenging, we want to help you be more successful. And we're here at the CES conference in Las Vegas, and our guest today is Jason Soboda. He's the Director of Innovation at Tampa General Hospital. Welcome, Jason. Hey, thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, so I mean, we're talking innovation at CES, which is really interesting. Uh, it's amazing. You, I mean, what's something interesting you've seen here at CES? Well, I just walked past the LEG display, and it takes up like two semi-truck loads of, of LEG display. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. Really exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing to think about that. Imagine that in the hospital war room with remote patient monitoring for each room. Is that the application? Oh my gosh, <laughs> it has many applications, that's for sure. Ironically, we are working on uh, digital whiteboards for in all of our patient rooms. So oh, okay. my, my mind's kind of thinking there just a little bit, but we have a we also have a command center the, oh, okay. uh, uh, and that would be an excellent use for, for yeah. a command center. It's a preview of what the command center should look like or could look like. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, let's talk about remote patient monitoring. You've been working on a lot of projects there. How have you approached remote patient monitoring? Yeah, at Tampa General, we've really looked at um, kind of easing into the remote patient monitoring realm. We know we have about 3,600 patients that could benefit from some sort of remote patient monitoring. Huh. Um, I came previously before I was with uh, Tampa General. I was at Mercy Virtual, so we had you know learned had a lot of lessons learned that we had with with that, and that I brought those lessons back to uh, to uh, TGH when when working on that. The way that we've decided to work on um, remote patient monitoring was to work on certain uh, uh, conditions first. So hypertension, COPD, CHF. Mm -hmm. The expensive uh, ones. The expensive <laughs> ones, the expensive ones. Um, but they're, they're really kind of the traditional in, in the form of remote, you know, performing remote patient monitoring. Mm -hmm. um, and so that, that's, how we've, that's how we've started. We have a roadmap where we'd like to go, uh, given that this, we're considering this a, a pretty good pilot. Um, but once that pilot's successful, I believe it is pretty successful. Um, but once we ha have a successful pilot, we, the roadmap is to go into other, you know, disease states or, or chronic condition states. Interesting. I mean, let's talk about that more because I think that's the challenge everyone's facing is one, what disease state should we start with? Because you can't do everything. You can't boil the ocean. That's right. right. That's it's right. Like, what do we start with? And then what's the bigger vision? You want to go to more disease states? And I mean, are we implementing a hundred best of breed or how are you going to yeah. approach it? I think that's one of the challenges with remote, remote patient monitoring is that um, there's a lot of point solutions that are out there and that makes it difficult for an IT professional today. Um, and so uh, I think that is a, a challenge that we have, but the roadmap would be starting off with, with those uh, disease states and then moving up to you know, some of the, the more niche. Uh, Tampa General, of course, uh, treats a lot of patients that have had transplant or have some kind of advanced um, organ failure. Uh, and so that's kind of a natural progression or oncology might be a natural progression. But what we've seen in the, the organization, or excuse me, in the industry, is that there are a lot of point solutions that are specified around, or the peripherals are specified around, or the, the if you will, the GUIs are around just those specific states. Uh, and so, you know, right now, trying to integrate all those different uh, point solutions presents uh, kind of a challenge. Well, it seems like that's part of the big challenge is that, like, you don't want to integrate a hundred point solutions into Epic. That, that becomes just a, a nightmare for everyone. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, one of the, the things that we're trying to architect is that um, 
kind of what I consider that enterprise bus, right? So we have some kind of a foundational layer where the physiological measures can go into, normalize across, and then have different outputs. One being the electronic medical record, another being a specific maybe GUI for a team that's specific to either oncology or on you know kidney or whatever that might be, or bariatrics. So I, I think that that's hopefully the way of the future yeah. there. Has it been a challenge getting, you know, patients and doctors on board or have they been excited for this type of, you know, monitoring and proactive care, if you will? Yeah, you know, so when we started remote patient monitoring, we know that there are two major stakeholders at place, right? <laughs> Just like with any project, sure. right? Change management is probably 80% of the issue with, with a failed project. <laughs> yep. Without that, you're not going to be successful. Right. I think we all know that. But at Tampa General, that's exactly what we started with first. We, we had to make sure that we had the buy-in from our physicians, our PCPs. Mm -hmm. And then of course, you know, um, our PCP have a very strong engagement with our patients. And so, uh, and I don't remember who said it, but somebody said, hey, if, if the patients trust the clinician, they're gonna trust the technology. Yeah, and so, so that's really where we started. We started mm -hmm. off getting the buy-in from the physicians. And that's, that's why we started with the CHF, the COPD, you know, the, the PCP population, uh, health population first, uh, and then get some experience behind that uh, and get some great wins, which are already seeing some great wins, by the way, um, and then move on from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do you think are the biggest challenges, not challenges to implementing it, right? We yeah, talked sure. about that and the integration, all that. You know, what, what does RPM need to do to to be more ready and easily, more easily implemented. Yeah. Well, I think you and I both know a company called Stell, yeah. right? So when we started looking at solutions for remote patient monitoring, we looked at a lot of different solutions. We also know that uh, for the, our patient population, we have about a thousand patients up on Stell right now. Their average age is about 74 years wow. old. So you know that they're not- Makes sense. They're not tech savvy. <laughs> so it just needs to be, I'm gonna say, press the easy button. And so really keeping, even though the technology on the infrastructure might be, you know, pretty entailed, uh, as long as to the end user, to the patients that are actually using it, keeping it simple, I think that's, that's extremely, you know, I think that's key. Um, and then of course, making sure that everything is HIPAA compliant from kind of sure. soup to nuts. Nobody wants to end up on the newspaper <laughs> these days, right? So finding a, the correct vendor that not only presses the easy button, making it easy for the patients, but also knowing that that, that data secure. Your, our patients are asking for that. That's a requirement. So I think that's another another huge challenge with you know trying to make something easy but yet becoming or maintaining HIPAA compliant. That's you know that's a, a challenge. Yeah, it's always a challenge. Security and convenience they're often at odds. And so it's, they always <laughs> you are. Do those yeah, it's funny how that works like that. <laughs> for sure. So tell us more about your experience with Stell Life. Like. What, what have they done? How are you approaching it? What's the solution look like? Yeah, so Stell has been an excellent vendor with us. We, we call them partners at, at Tampa General. Just a great, great partner. I'll tell you what, we have had the fastest adoption that they've ever had. So we went wow. from zero patients to a, almost nearly a thousand patients up on remote patient monitoring in less than four months. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> uh, we've also have, um, you know, we look at engagement on a remote patient monitoring type of a standpoint. We have had every single patient, all thousand, uh, nearly a thousand patients, they at least report one physiological mon uh, measure a month. But 83% of them report a measurement almost every other day. Wow. So you take a patient <laughs> that is sick, right? They, they have some kind of a chronic condition. Right. 
they're probably not used to putting on a blood pressure cuff or stepping on a scale. They go from that to putting in a measurement every, every other day. That's crazy, crazy, you know, um, engagement. And I think Stell has a lot, has a lot to do with that. It just presses the easy button on it. The other thing is, you know, we strive for health, um, like techquity. Okay. So, you know, one of the things is some patients might not have internet at home or they live in a rural area and they live in maybe a, a cell dead zone for AT&T, but not Verizon or, sure. you know, whatever. Well, with the Stell Hub, it's a, it's a quad band. So you don't have to ask the patient, hey, is this cell carrier dead in this area uh -huh. or that? We just send it home. We haven't had any issues. So really talking about pressing the easy button, not only from the patient experience, but from the IT perspective, it's, it's been great. Yeah. Well, I think everyone realizes that RPM is the future and yeah. trying to understand how to do it is the challenge, right? That's right. And there's so much innovation that's happening. Keeping up with it is a challenge as well. Interesting. Well, let's uh, you know wrap this up. We always like to wrap up our, our CIO podcast uh, talking about some career advice, some experience that you've had. What was the maybe the best piece of advice or the most interesting piece of advice that you've been given in your career? Yeah, that's a that's a tough question. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for asking. You put me on the spot them. on that one. That's right. <laughs> I think you know keeping keeping your options open, right? So mm. I went to school for being a physical therapist, okay. right? And so when talking to some physical therapy mentors. They said, hey, keep your options. Healthcare is changing. Keep mm -hmm. your options open. And so I wound up going from being a physical therapist all the way to a director of innovation. So wow. I think just keeping those options open and don't be afraid when somebody presents an opportunity to you and it might not seem 100% where you are headed in that general area, uh -huh. it opens a lot of more doors. Mm -hmm. So I would say keep your options. Keep your options Interesting. Open. I think you're the first PT we've had on the CIO podcast, so that makes sense. <laughs> That's great. I'll work on your shoulder after this. <laughs> it's this shoulder. Is it that I play one? A lot yeah. Or my back? Me. Do you do knees? No. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much. I appreciate you for sharing these insights and perspectives. And thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. If you want to find more great healthcare IT content like this, be sure to check it out at healthcareitdaday.com or search for the CIO podcast by Healthcare IT Today on your favorite podcast application. Thanks, Jason. Thank you.